Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're very welcome along to the Big Red Bench. Rory here with you until 7. We have a lot to discuss on the show, including reaction from Cork's defeat to Clare. I'm happy we're in the top three in Munster. I'm happy we've qualified for the top three in Munster. I'm disappointed with the performance. I'm disappointed we're not in a Munster final against the Prairie or Limerick in the park. I'd love to be there, but um, look, this is a different route. This is a different avenue. We have to embrace that now and we have to drive on. We'll hear from John Myler in a little bit. We'll also hear from Clare Joint Manager Donald Maloney. Mark Dynam is there for us today. We'll get his analysis. We'll also get John Considine's reaction after the Cork Miners are beaten by Clare today. We'll hear from Amy O'Connor after Cork's Muggy team had a comfortable win over Clare yesterday. And we'll begin our Cork versus Kerry preview. We'll hear from Ronan McCarthy and Rory Dean before 7 o'clock. Rory here until 7pm 086-8104-106 is our text line. And uh, you can tweet us as well at Big Red Bench. We'd love to get your thoughts on that Cork Clare game today. If you're on the way back from Ennis, let us know what you thought of the Cork performance, where it went wrong for Cork today, and what they need to do to improve as they head in to the All Ireland series because they will now face a clash with either uh, Leash or Westmeath in the first weekend of July after that win today uh, for Clare. Mark Dynan was watching it for us. We get his full time report. The full time here at Cusick Park and is Clare 2.23, Cork at 2.18. Despite the defeat, Cork have progressed to the All-Ireland qualifiers where they will meet Leash or Westmead. Cork were five points down at half-time. Clare got off to a dream start with a Shane O'Donnell goal in the opening 25 seconds. But Patrick Horgan responded for Cork with a goal from a rebound after an Aidan Walsh shot to get them back into the game. But Cork didn't have a long, long spell in the first half, going from the 18 to the 34th minute without a score. And Tony Kelly's goal just before half-time extended Clare's lead but it was Cork who got the last two scores of the first half through two frees from Patrick Horgan to leave them five points down at half time it was a better Cork display in the second half when they hit over the first four points of the second half but then conditions took a turn for the worst when it started to rain thunder hailstones everything we had everything in Ennis and it was really tough conditions for the players uh, Clare saw out the second half and extended their lead before Patrick Horgan got a goal at the end to give Cork hope but it was to be Clare's day in a much better performance from them after two heavy defeats to Tipperary and Limerick. But Clare bow out of the championship. It will be Limerick versus Tipperary in the Munster Senior Hurling Championship final in two weeks' time. And it will be Clare uh, who are exit the championship. It will be Cork versus Leash or Westmead three weeks' time. And Cork will be hoping to put a lot right after today's defeat. So it's finished here full time in Cusick Park and in it's Clare 2.23, Cork 2.18. This is Mark Dino for Red Defence Sports. Yeah, we'll get Mark's analysis on that game in just uh, a little bit. As he mentioned there, a victory for Tipperary as well today. Uh, over Limerick, uh, 122 to 21 points was the final score of there. So Tip and Limerick will now meet again in the Munster final. Now it's the minor meeting between the sides between Clare and Cork today. Clare defeating Cork 18 points to 2 11, Clare winning by a point. Clare will face Limerick in the Munster final after uh, Limerick defeated Tipperary 324 to 1.15. Now it's all over in the Connacht football final. An incredible performance for Ross Common has seen them crowned Connacht champions. 113 to 12 points was the final score in Salt Hill today. Ross Common were five points down at half time but rallied back to win the Nesta Cup for the 25th time and the first time since 2017. In ladies football, Cork facing Waterford in the Munster Senior Championship final today. That's in Dungarvan. It gets underway 
at 6.30. In the Women's World Cup, Sweden booked their place in the last 16. They had a comfortable win over Thailand. 5-1 today was have finished in Nice. The defending champions of the USA currently in action against Chile. Uh, second half has just kicked off. It's USA who lead by three goals to nil. Two goals from Carly Lloyd and one from Julie Ertz. Uh, locally, some big news today. Ken Bruton stepping down as Avondale United boss. Bruton guiding Avondale to the FBI Intermediate Cup title at the Aviva Stadium this year along with uh, claiming the Beamish Cup and the Keane Cup. Uh, Bruton has now won the FAI Intermediate Cup as both a player and a manager, similar to uh, Cork's interim boss, John Cotter. Rachel Sarri, meanwhile, has left Chelsea to take up the Juventus gig. Sarri joined the Blues from Napoli last July, guiding them to the Europa League title. And meanwhile, it's thought that our former Blues midfielder Frank Lampard will take over at Stamford Bridge. The Irish women's hockey team, meanwhile, have lost to Korea in the final of the FIH series that ended 3-1 in Banbridge. However, they, by reaching the final, the girls in green have secured an Olympic playoff spot. Elsewhere today, the US Open final round tonight... Gary Woodland is the man everyone wants to catch. He's 11 under par, one shot clear of Justin Rose. Rory McIlroy, is he a bit too far back on six under? He carried a 70 yesterday. Graham McDowell's on four under. Shane Lowry is on one over par. We're going to start the show with Cork and Clare. We're going to hear from John Myler now, who's been in conversation with Mark Dynan. I'm happy we're in the top three in Munster. I'm happy we've qualified for the top three in Munster. I'm disappointed with the performance. I'm disappointed we're not in a Munster final against the Prairie or Limerick in the park. I'd love to be there, but um, look, this is a different route. This is a different avenue, and we have to embrace that now, and we have to drive on. Is it a disappointment not to get a shot at the three in a row in Munster? It is. You know, like today's performance, we're looking on today's performance. It just wasn't good enough. It wasn't acceptable, and we needed to do better. What went wrong, really, today, do you think? Just the start that Clare got, they got a, a, a massive start, they got a quick start and it's just, you know, they, they, they got us on the hop and then they followed it up with three, four, five points in a row, so you know what I mean, um, you know, Clare were full of energy, full of support, full of work rate, everything, you know. And when Tony Kelly got the goal just for half time and you hit over the last two points of the first half, you're five points down yeah, in the like, break. And then we started really well then at the start of the second half, we started really well. We got three, four points in a row and I thought we were coming back into it. But then the rain just came and it just put a stop to us. But, you know, we, we, we were just stuttering, we, you know. We weren't really, we weren't really hurling. Um, you know, too many mistakes, fumbles all over the place. And the conditions in the second half was incredible. We turned our wheel here, so it rained. I thought they might cancel the game when the lightning came. And, you know, I was looking up to the sky, lightning and thunder. So, look, um, it gives us an opportunity to go away and train for two or three weeks. It gives us an opportunity to, you know, assess ourselves again and get ready now and, and the Westmead or the Leash match in three weeks' time. So. And, John, you're, you're inside this team to learn a lot from the feed. He learned a lot from the Tipperary game. Uh, do you think he learned a lot from today as well? We need to learn an awful lot because today's performance wasn't good enough. Today's performance, you know, like in the context, wasn't good enough to be in a Munster final. But it gives, it still allows us the opportunity now to be in third place and to go the back door. So that's that's what's there. That's what's there. Was it disappointing to concede such a big score as well today? Yeah, look, we were we're conceding scores. We conceded two seventeen against Waterford. You know, but um. We just gotta, you know, go back and reflect on it and look at it. Any knocks after the John? No, I wouldn't. We'll see. We'll see later on. And Colin Splan, do you think he'd be back for the qualifier? I, I would hope so, but you know, again, he's training. But you know, we'll have him. And Leisha with me now next. I suppose not familiar opposition. 
but it's like those, those you know Leash have been going really really well Westmead the same you know they're good competitive counties they're developing they're developing so look it's an opportunity for us to go back sit down go back go back and do some hard training for the next two or three weeks what's the main thing you, th- you think you'll have to put right now for the rest of the championship energy work rate um, and just decision making that times today we were taking the wrong decision Clare had more room you know we were under pressure so you know strangely I suppose the feet but still true no we're true that's what matters you know we're going on the scenic route or the backdoor route whatever they call it and uh, look we just have to take that that's it that's all we can do yeah, the scenic route sounds a lot better than the back door route, doesn't it? That's uh, Cork boss John Wilder speaking to Mark after uh, today's uh, defeat uh, to Clare. I'm going to hear briefly from uh, Clare job manager Don Maloney. He was speaking to uh, Maura Trasny Kellig in Ennis. Just saying there, you won the battle today, but unfortunately not the war. Not the war, no, but um, the battle was very, very important to win and we didn't know that the war was lost. Uh, in the game out there today and Cork didn't know either like you know so we had to fight tooth and nail and um, so I think um, you know, they, we were just so proud of our players in terms of how they behaved and how they how they fought today like they were excellent A lot was said in the last few weeks I'm not even going to go over it questioning Claire's character all that kind of stuff it wasn't right I don't think because they are a team of good players and we could see they just weren't right and that happens in sports sometimes what did you say to them to get them ready for today because that must have been hard to get over uh, yeah but you know, I think the, they've just done one of the toughest things they could ever do in sport um, you know to be floored twice in two weeks and then to come at uh, you know the Munster champions coming into your backyard and <coughs> a game where you've got to you've got to fight for your life and to get off the ground and, and do what they did you know it's an enormous character in that team what did you say to them? Because you must have had to do a bit of work in the last week. Oh, we've, you know, everyone, we've worked hard every week. You know, we worked hard coming up the tip game. We worked hard between the tip and the Limerick game, and we absolutely emptied ourselves this week. Um, so, so I think, um, you know, we we just we, we owed it to ourselves, you know, and the lads owed it to their families, um, and they were they were just magnificent. And you know, the results didn't go our way today, like, but um, but so be it. It's the kind of thing I think sometimes people don't realise. Obviously, it takes a physical toll on people, but it also takes a huge emotional toll to be in a roller coaster like this. It's hard going on people. It's, this is a tough championship, like you know. But um, you know, when we set when we set out and we started three years ago, our focus as a management team was to to win back respect in Munster. Um, Claire hadn't haven't had a, a good record in Munster since the nineties, and. Um, you know, we've won six championship matches. We haven't won six championship matches in the previous 10, 12 years, right? You know, we won six championship matches in Munster, and that was very much our focus. We've beaten every team in it, uh, some of them for the first time in years and years, like, you know. So, um, so like, you know, we're quite proud in terms of what we've done in Munster over the last three years. We're proud of, you know, how the lads played and got to Pro Park last year. But, you know, uh, these are young men, and uh, they were magnificent today. That's it exactly. Last year isn't that long ago when you think about that all Ireland semi finals. They were epics. So it just goes to show that you had the team there. They are a good set of players. A lot of people forget that, though. Um, A lot of people forget that, right? And um, um, that's unfortunate. Uh, You know, the people have very sharp memories. Um, And, um, but look, Soviet, like, you know, we're always going to have uh, uh, supporters that. they're a very fickle in nature, but we're, we're, we're so glad that we have so many supporters in our county that uh, love this team. Yeah, that's Clare job manager Don Maloney there speaking to Amora Trasini Kellig after uh, today's win over Cork. Of course, Donal on media duties today because 
His uh, co-manager, uh, Jerry O'Connor, was uh, sent off today into the sidelines. Uh, he had a bit of a clash with Daniel Carney, pushed Daniel Carney uh, to the floor and uh, he was sent to the stands uh, for it. Um, so, yeah, he could be facing a, a bit of a ban following that one. All right, but for more on the core performance, so I gave uh, Mark Dynan a buzz just, uh, just before we came in there. A strange day, like a defeat, but we're through. You know, it's, it's, it's a strange kind of a feeling. Leaving in us because, uh, you know, after a defeat, two defeats in Munster, we're still going through. Uh, I suppose the first thing, the main disappointment is we're not going to get a shot at the three in a row in Munster uh, because that would have been some occasion if we'd got through today and, uh, well, we'd been playing Tipperary down the park for uh, a shot at three Munster titles in a row. So it's disappointing that didn't happen, but... Uh, I suppose a nice consolation prize that we're going through anyway and we were playing Leach or, or Westmead now in the, in the qualifiers but uh, that was a much different Clare you were thinking where's this Clare team being, uh, being all summer it was a totally different Clare team today and right off the bat like that goal after the first I think I tell you the 25 seconds Shane O'Donnell that man we still have nightmares about him from the 2013 final um, you know but uh, he got that goal but Cork responded well to it like um, you know, Patrick Horgan got the goal a couple of minutes after that but uh, we had a really long spell in the in the first that we went like from the 18th to the 34th minute um, without a score so uh, that kind of stretched clearly then again and uh, you know when Tony Kelly got the goal then just for half time but you know we got the last two scores in in the first half and we only went in five points down and really we should have been a lot more than that down at half time so we were kind of thinking you know we might get going in the second half but that second half Rory I've never seen him other like it um, <laughs> it was absolutely crazy like yeah I think we had thunder we had lightning we had rain we had um, we had a bit of hailstones we were just missing snow snow was just the odd one out there today because uh, it was absolutely crazy and uh, you know even John Myler was saying it in the interview there he thought the game might be even soft for a while I thought the same when it got really bad there at one stage, second half, I thought John Play might have been uh, might have been stopped for a few minutes, but uh, you know, full credit to the players there to keep going in that because it's absolutely crazy and dark and you know it's just it's just crazy stuff. Yeah. But um, like Cork started the second half really well, then they hit the first four points to the second half just before the conditions turned. Uh, but it was just that second half was crazy, like it was yeah. just um, you know, but you could feel. It was a strange game the last few minutes because you know you know you knew Cork were going through because the full time came through from uh, from Thurlis and we knew Tipperary beat Limerick so we knew heading into injury time the you know Cork were going through and that was a big relief like because uh, it was disappointing today I think that Cork would be really disappointed with that display today. Where did it fall flat for Cork? I see some suggestion online that maybe like there was too much space around their back line and maybe they they, 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 they struggled to cope with Clare's forward uh, potency. There was, all right, yeah. Um, Cork, or Clare were really causing problems to the Cork back line, in, in, particularly in the first half. Like Shane O'Donnell was making some really threatening runs uh, through the defence and Tony Kelly as well. He was back, to, back on form as well. He, they were really getting a lot of joy and a lot of space um, in that Cork defence and we were really struggling like we made two there was two Cork changes at half time in, in, in defence and uh, you know we, we just were a bit at sea there in the first half and it is a worry because it's a big score conceded again mm. like we won by 13 points last week against Waterford but you know Cork still conceded a big score there conceded a big score against Tipperary as well you know so that is a concern 
like going forward in the championship is these big scores that we're conceding. Um, but you know, Clare, Clare were a totally different animal today. Like they went down with their boots on uh, today. They weren't going to just limbo to the championship because it's been such a disappointing championship for them. You thought after last year they came so close last year when they lost uh, the semi final last year to Galway after them two epic games against Galway last year, and you were thinking that. Um, you know, they'd be a real threat this year, and they were a real disappointment this year. But they were back on form today, and uh, it's really, it's incredible. Really, two of last year's semi-finalists are are now out of the championship, <laughs> and uh, the finalists from 2017 are both on as well. So, uh, you know, it, it took a while to kick out to get going on this championship, but uh, you really got going this weekend with Galway exiting as well. Like it's really, it's really kicked on now. Yeah, and Mark, as you say that, we saw Galway getting knocked out last night, so it could have been a lot worse for Cork today. So they, they, it's been that kind of championship. So Cork have a, a bit of work to do off the field before they meet either Leash or Westmead in the first weekend of July. Yeah, and I think that's, that's what makes it so strange today is the fact that we lost, but we're... I'm not too sure about this now, but I think we played the losers of the Joe McDonough Cup. Yeah. So whoever loses that Leash and Westmead game, I think we play... Uh, we played the win, the losers of that game, um, but like you'd expect Cork to come through that one, and like with all with all respect to Leash and Westmead, like both counties have made really great progress in hurling the last few years, and it's great to see like um, the progress made in both uh, both counties. But um, you'd expect us to come through that one, but like when you look at Limerick last year, did no did no harm like finishing third. Yeah. Limerick finished third last year, Munster. And then they played Carlo, and then they came through an epic against Kilkenny and went on to win the All-Ireland after that. So it did them no harm last year. So maybe like Cork, the extra game. And without the... Like, there would be a lot of pressure on a Munster final as well. The fact of the three-in-a-row factor uh, and all that. Like So uh, you, it might be no harm either. And it gives us an extra game to kind of put a few things right. Uh, because there, you know, there will be a lot of work to be done after today and like even speaking to John Myler I'm not sure how it came across in the audio but he was really disappointed yeah. like you you could just see it in him today he was just really disappointed um, he, he was really deflated after the last today I think you know the shot of the three in a row in Munster was, was a big thing for this group of players and uh, you know, that, that's a big disappointment today but uh, I'm sure like during the week when they get it out of the system and they go back training like, and realise we're still in this championship and uh, you know Cork has got a chance anybody left in it like Tipperary looked the team to beat at the moment but you know once we get if a team gets uh, you know gets gets going later on the championship it's anybody's because like, I still think it, this is a wide open championship Tipperary Limerick Cork you know Kilkenny Wexford it's, it, it's like Dublin no one wants to play Dublin either it's going to be a really wide open championship and I think it's still there for anybody it's just great to see Cork Still there because it could have gone so horribly wrong today. Had yeah. Limerick uh, had Limerick one blow in, in Turles, you know we'd we'd have been out, and uh, it'd have been really disappointing like to to bow out of the championship, particularly after the win in Limerick because that was the, the highlight of the year so far, uh, beating Limerick down the gay ground. So you're thinking if we could mix that game with some of the, the like some of the display against Waterford, if we could kind of mix it, get it all together, you know we we still have, we still have a real chance of. Uh, of, of winning the All-Ireland this year but uh, there's a lot of work to do but we have the extra game like it, it might do us no harm either and like um, Colin Splann he's back in training John Myler say so he'd be a big uh, addition when he comes yeah. back as well he'd be a big addition to, to, to that back line as well so um, 
you know, there's still, there's still plenty of opportunities for Cork in, in the championship to come. Yeah, certainly so. And I, you mentioned that Limerick performance. Um, Cork were just spectacular that day, and people are thinking if they can do that every week, there there'll be no one touching for the All Ireland this year. It's consistency is the issue for Cork in getting a performance every week for seventy minutes. Yeah, it seems to be. Even last year, when you look back to last year's um, games, Cork were kind of playing well in maybe the first half. Like I remember they won the final last year, and the, the like the first half Clare should have been further ahead at half time. And, you know, we were really good in the second half. The, the Limerick, Limerick game in the Ireland semi-final, Cork like six points up, ten minutes to go, and then, you know, ran out of steam uh, in extra time as well. So there's, there's been flashes where you're thinking, yeah, really, this Cork team can really uh, go on to win the Ireland. But it's just that consistency, as you said. If we could just get that consistency going, um, it is a bit of a concern, all right, um, for, for the Cork team. But, yeah. Uh, you know, you you you'd think that after today as well, we've like that's two defeats. So there's a temporary, defeat. and there's they seem to be a side that learn a lot from defeat as well. When you look at the temporary game, uh, Cork losing that one at home, and then seven days later going down to Limerick and win by seven points down there. Like you know, they learned a lot from the temporary defeat. They seem to be a side that learn a lot from defeat. Um, so hopefully today as well, but. That second half, like the conditions as well, like it's going to be really hard to analyze that second half because it was just it was just crazy stuff. But um, like in the first half, it was a disappointing first half. They really want to look at that first half uh, and the Tipperary. So there's two defeats, there's two wins and two defeats to look on. You know, so you've that balance there, I suppose, to see where are we going right, where are we going wrong. Um, so there's plenty for, for, for the cart for the management team to look at over the next few weeks alright Mark we'll leave it there thanks very much for today bud. yeah yeah because Rory I, I have these really uh, wet and soggy converse on at the moment so I just kind of <laughs> want to tr- attempt to take these off no? never, <laughs> never wear converse to a match lads that's our advice here from the Big Red Bank definitely not no definitely not <laughs> not, in, not in an Irish summer day because you just never know what's going to happen alright Mark thanks for that bud all right. No, our canvas shoes in general, to be honest, uh, on an Irish, uh, allegedly summer's day. But anyone who was in Ennis will tell you it was far from it this afternoon with those weather conditions. Maybe it played a part in Cork's defeat uh, to the banner today. But look, it's uh, the All-Ireland Series now for Cork. Mark suggesting maybe um, the scenic route might not be the worst uh, thing for Cork. As he said, uh, it worked out well for Limerick last year. But Cork now to take on Leash or Westmeath in the first uh, week end of July right let us know your thoughts on the Cork performance if you're just coming back from Cusick Park we'd love to hear from you send me a text 086 8104 106 086 8104 106 uh, and tweet me as well at uh, Big Red Bench now the Miners today beaten by Clare as well in the curtain raiser at uh, Cusick Park this afternoon 18 points to 211 was how it finished uh, a one win uh, one point win for Clare Mark got a chance to speak to Cork boss John Considine uh, tough defeat because um, you, you know we knew if we didn't win we, we were out we had, uh, so we needed to draw our win and we didn't and uh, as a result um, we're, we're out and Clare and Limerick have progressed to the muster final and look we beat, beat neither of them so we can't really complain and to be 7 points down heading into the final 15 minutes and then to hit 2 goals in the space of uh, 60 seconds brought you right back into the game yeah and uh, we, we were we were labouring up to the end those 2 goals uh, gave us a right chance um, and we were 
getting ahead and then Clare will come back and they kept like doing that and next thing they they got the, the crucial score and we just missed one before it and uh, look that, that's the way it is we got two 11 13 scores you know it's not enough really to, to win a most championship game did you feel times. like he had all the momentum heading into the closing stages well to some extent we had but like we never put them away and we needed scores and we just didn't get them and we needed to put you know put you know put more on the board and uh, fairness to Clare great pressure and you know they, they, they got what they deserved out of it they worked very hard and um, they're going on out to muster final and you know it's a pity that our lads aren't because I think you know there's there's more in them but look I, I'm confident that will come out in the years to come and they showed a real fighting spirit as well throughout this championship aye that's all you can ever ask from a team and that you go down you represent the people of Cork with pride and they've done that every day they've gone out and we may not have always been as good as we could have been but they never gave up they're right to the finish in this game the last few games and uh, you know that's that's when, when we talk about people representing their county they represented themselves their families their clubs with, with, with great distinction and it's it's just a bit unfortunate that we didn't get to most of the finals and you were six points down at half time did you feel like maybe you gave yourself a bit too much to do there in the second half what was the message message to the lads at half time well to keep going that we would get scores because um, we'd missed the fair share um, and that you know if they kept at it we'd be right back in the game and as it t- turned out we did but we, we just didn't finish it off and look at in fairness you have to give it to Clare like they got two real body blows and uh, they steadied their ship and they came up the field and um, they did you know they, they got the score and it was their progressing and a couple of changes didn't half time Dara earlier he really was influential in the second half he did we didn't have Dara you know he's carrying an injury got back very quicker than we even expected and we thought we might only get 10 to 15 minutes but needs most and we threw him in and um, like in fairness to him he rattled over a few scores and uh, you know it's a pity we didn't have him for the full championship and there's a couple of goal chances there at the end you had a great goal chance at the end their defender made a, a big block yeah there was a few we had a, we had a fair few chances that went astray um, great excitement but again like you, you you know it's not always misses like there's you have to give credit to as you said to the defender they made the blocks and um, you know you, 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 sometimes you just have to congratulate good defending as well and is it frustrating as a management team I suppose last year as well you came so close to getting to the final as well last year it is but you know it's four games it's a great system I think and and if you're at the end of four games you're not there you know if you're, you're not there the, the table doesn't lie and uh, the two teams that we couldn't beat are there in the Munster final and that's the way it is and John that group of lads this year what's, what's it been like working with them oh, they're great they're great great crew to work with and you know I've been here now three years and uh, I'd say they've, been, they've all been superb and um, you know you, you, you couldn't fault them for effort they're, they're really good kids and uh, my hope is that they go on to bigger and better things and John are you hoping to be involved in the minor management setup again next year no I won't be there next year um, so no no I, oh, somebody will come in now and move it on my, I think there's the, the under 16 manager is coming up with them and uh, like you saw from this like Isaac Walsh there now today and uh, great game he's under 16 Shane Kingston under 16 and um, so those guys um, Green Saunderson the goalkeeper very brave so like they're, they're, there's a nucleus there now of a good side next year and you know I, it will come like you can see it's coming at school's level it's building and uh, you know it's just a pity we couldn't get to a muscle 
Thanks for uh, speaking to Mark Dynan after uh, today's defeat to Clare and John confirming as well uh, that he won't be involved uh, next year. Right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're uh, going to talk Cork Mogi and we'll begin our look ahead uh, to Cork v Kerry in the Munster final. Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Cork's Red FM. Right, really glad you could join us for the Big Red Bench on a Sunday that saw Cork lose to Clare in the Munster Hurling Championship. So that means Cork uh, going to the All-Ireland Series after uh, Limerick's uh, draw with uh, Tipperary today. Going to hear briefly from uh, both managers now. Going to hear first from uh, Limerick boss John Coyling uh, speaking after uh, losing to today, but uh, qualifying for the Munster final. It was a good battle, right? Yeah. Um, I suppose quality could have been better. I suppose, Steve, you know, being honest about it from our perspective anyway. Um, you know, we turned over too much ball. Um, just incomplete hand passes, incomplete stick passes, balls dropped. You know, just we were just that little bit off and you could see it in those areas of the game. And you could even see that as the game went on as well because you missed a couple of scoreable ones. Yeah, well, you know, we should have taken the last two frees possibly and we would have had it down to three. And that would have given us some bit of a chance. But listen, at that stage, I think you know it was the game was pretty much decided at that stage. But let's be fair about it, John. I thought there was a couple of frees that taken to be honest, they take out. I thought about Joe Bates' frees, and I suppose it was frustrating for you as well on the line, wasn't it? Yeah, listen, I suppose from where we were looking at it, yeah, we felt that there was a few got away from us, you know. Um, a couple of couple of lads clean through and goals, you know, drag down or push and whatnot. But listen, it is what it is. It's done, and uh, we just have to move on. Uh, that's it. I was a combination of a number of factors. I'd say even beyond that, you know, listen, you know, when you're when the when the team is sharp and you know you're on the top of your toes and you're moving and, and it's linking up, you know, those balls always go to go to hand. But like, let's you know, give credit to Tip. Yeah, they, they put a lot of pressure on our, on our uh, ball retention back there, and they put in some very good tackling back there. And uh, yeah, we, we, you know, at times some of our hand passes weren't maybe as, as clean as they might need to be. So it's a bit, of, it's an area we need to work on now for the next two weeks. Yes, John Colley there speaking after uh, today's defeat uh, to Tipperary. We're going to hear now from our Tipperary boss Liam Sheedy as he reflects on their one twenty-two to uh, twenty-one points win over Limerick in Thurles this afternoon. Yeah, look, um, you know, very, very tough, uh, competitive game. Um, you know, Limerick coming coming in, obviously to play ourselves in Torres All Ireland Champions. We knew exactly what was going to be be coming in the gate, and look, just overall, very happy. Uh, you know, obviously to, to come out with a victory is is uh, is pleasing. It means that we've we've concluded the the, the the league stages of this championship. You know, we find ourselves in the Munster final. You know, as I said, the aim was to get into the top three. We now find ourselves in the in the top two. So it moves now from I suppose from having the the comfort um, of of the league. And now you're into the, 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 the real business end of this championship. Well, Liam, the victory came as a very heavy price, really, with two major injuries. Yeah, it did. Uh, we won't exactly know the, the, I suppose, the impact of those injuries yet. Uh, obviously, Cahill and, and, and Bonner are two really serious warriors for us. Uh, it's very, very unfortunate. And to lose both of them, both of them in the first half was certainly a, a tough pill to swallow. But, you know, again, I thought the reaction of the lads and the group and, um, you know, our guys went in and, and stepped up. And, and as I said, thankfully, we managed to hold on. Mr. Fears and Barnes was appreciated. Not known, yes, too early. 
But one consolation, I suppose, really, was that Cahill was well able to walk off the field, which was a good thing. Yeah, again, you know, it's, but still, you know, it's, I'd say at this stage, you know, it's highly unlikely that either of them would say we'll, we'll make the Munster final. You know, obviously, with, with any type of a strain at all, it'll take longer than than a week or two, I would imagine. But look, as I said, you know, that's the nature of the game. You know, there's always a danger that somebody gets a knock, and that's why we have we have a panel. So we, we called in our panel today, and they, they responded. And looking back at the, the game itself, there was a lot of frees that were given away. That's one thing you'll obviously be taking back to the training. Yeah, there. look, you know, I think it was 16. Six when I checked there with about five minutes to go, so I felt we were we were you know unfortunately looking in fairness to Sean, it's a, it's a tough job out there in the middle, but we just felt maybe some of the ones were were borderline, we weren't getting them. But that's that's the nature of the game. We you know we it's an area of our game that if we're to be I suppose involved at the real business end of this All Ireland series is something we're going to have to correct. But in fairness to the lads, you know they're 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 really really working hard and they're a totally committed bunch. Yes, Tipperary boss uh, Liam Sheedy there reflecting after uh, their win today over Limerick 122 to 21 points was how it finished um, right at the Women's World Cup uh, USA still 3-0 up on Chile 77 uh, minutes gone on the clock there in that Group F game I'm going to talk Mogi now Cork getting off to a flying start in the All-Ireland Series yesterday as Daly Fiedler Clare 3-19 to 9 points in 6 mile bridge both goals scored by Katrina Mackey Vice-Captain Amy O'Connor scoring 6 points from play Amy spoke to Lauren at the full-time whistle Amy a busy couple of weeks ahead how important was it to get a win today? Uh, definitely a busy few weeks ahead it's very important to get um, a good start because there's so many games and all the other teams can catch each other so it's very important to get a good start start with a win for a bit of confidence um, start going forward you know you can beat teams and as I say you're just getting yourself off to a good start In games like today Cork normally hit like a purple patch just after half time that didn't come today maybe till the last 10 minutes were you ever concerned that Clare might actually come back and make up the gap? Um no, I suppose, like, obviously we were right in time that Clare could uh, come back and come back with us. There was only four points in at half time and, like, we're not delusional. Every team against every team is going to have a purple patch and it's how you manage that purple patch is going to be how you're going to win the game. So the, better, the team who manages the other team's purple patch will win the game. So I just felt we managed their purple patch more or better than they managed ours. So I think it's very important that... You're not delusional and you, you're aware that every team, like, you're not going to go against a team and dominate for 60 minutes. That's not realistic. Um, so we know that. Like, we know that every team is going to have a purple patch and we just have to manage that as best we can. From a personal perspective, I think it was six points you got from play today. You must have been happy with that. Um, yeah, the ref disallowed one as well, so I was a bit disappointed with that, so I should have had seven, but uh, no, uh, like, six points, great, but um, I think we scored 319 as a team, so that's that's a great score like I think we, we set targets for every match and I think say we reached our targets so that's very important and the way we're playing at the moment we're not focusing on whether I get six points or Orla Cotter gets four points or Katrina Mackey gets mm-hmm. a goal it's kind of it doesn't matter who scores person in a better position that didn't happen at all times today we kind of made a hames of it at times but it's something we're working on and at the end of the day it's not about who's scoring six or seven points a game it's it's about who's in the better position doesn't matter if it's Aoife and goal is in the better position we're going to give the ball off and that's what we're trying to do might not always come off but it's definitely something we're going to work on Is that something new that you've worked on since maybe the league or, or the, the Munster Championship? Um, no I suppose something we've worked on for the last three years but it takes time it's not an overnight thing and it will take even more time we're not perfect at it and we've loads to work on but we're like I suppose when Kevin came in three years ago that was his thing there was no 
um, there's no iron team like and I know it's a cliche but it's definitely whoever's in the better position and as I say it's not an overnight thing it's going to take time we messed up a load of times today but that's only normal it's a work in progress and it's something that we're looking at going forward to try to get the best person in the best position to get the ball and put it over the bar hopefully Up next is Tipperary do you focus much on the opposition or is it about improving from today in terms of a Cork perspective? We try not to focus on the opposition too much because I think if you do um, you'll forget about your own game so we look at ourselves an awful lot and kind of set ourselves targets the, the lads will come back with what we can improve on today we probably focus on all the things we can improve on more than things we've done because if they're done they're done and we can keep improving on all of those things but we'll have new targets next week for Tipperary um, Claire we'll be clear today but that doesn't mean that we're going out with big heads next week we know that we've loads to do against Tipperary played them a good few times we all seem to play Tipperary three or four times a year um, we know what they're about but they equally know what we're about so we focus on ourselves we won't focus on them too much they have some great players and obviously we'll need to keep our eye out for them but um, no we'll focus on ourselves more so than the opposition and every week the opposition is different so again focus on ourselves and hopefully come out with the win Is there much talk of three in a row? Um, no, well, to be honest like everyone's saying it um, all outside we try not to focus on it too much um, obviously people are bringing it up even you here say <laughs> bringing it up but like, it's not something we can we can even think of we might not even make an All-Ireland semi-final so it's not something we're trying to think of too much um, it is a cliche again but we try to focus on the next game so everything's out of our heads but Tipperary now Claire is gone so definitely just Tipperary next weekend if we get over them the following weekend I think we're playing or we have a week off and then we're playing Dublin so we, we'll take a week by week as I say we might not even get to an All-Ireland final so we won't even look that far ahead Thanks, Amy. Thank the big red bench on Cork's Red FM, and that is uh, Cork Camogie star Amy O'Connor, the vice captain, scoring six points from play in their uh, win over uh, Clare yesterday. 319 to nine points is how it finished in Six Mile Bridge. The uh, ladies' uh, football monster final is underway. The latest score from there with about six minutes gone is that Waterford lead by two points to one. Cork getting their first play, uh, point from play uh, from uh, Neil Cotter. Now, next Saturday evening sees the monster football final taking place. Cork taking on their old rivals Kerry at uh, Parky Cueve 7pm the throwing time for this one next Saturday evening we're going to preview the match now we're going to hear from uh, Rory Dean who's been in conversation with Dennis how can we complain you know um, we got over our first game and now we're looking ahead to the Munster final so anytime you get to play in the Munster final is a very privileged position so look we're just in the build up to that now Was there any trepidation ahead of the, the Limerick game I suppose the fact they had beaten Tip probably meant that, that you know you were going to be on your guard against them Yeah look Tip are a good side um, so are Limerick you know they put in a savage performance against Tip and you've got to give them credit for that so look we weren't taking anything for granted we could only focus on that game and we did like and we got it off to a good start again as we've looked at they could have got an early goal and it could have been a different story but it wasn't um, so look I suppose you saw from the first 15 minutes we were ready for it and that's all we can, can look at Obviously it showed that there had been a lot of work gone in since the league and, and that the relegation probably wasn't a true reflection of, of the team's ability Well I suppose look over the seven games unfortunately we found ourselves in that position but the league wasn't going to impact what happened to us in the championship like it's a completely separate competition we had a nine, week, nine or ten week break in between and look that's what we gave against Limerick but again that's done we've got to move on from that too and, and is it hard to put the league behind you and, and focus fully on the championship no I suppose because look when the league is over it's over and you can't change it um, whatever happens happens and you can't dwell on it like 
Do you know, your inter-county career is short enough then to be wishing away championships because of a bad league. So, look, you can take it for what it is, but you can't dwell on things like that. And you scored one goal and set up two more. Was it one of your best performances in the championship for Cork? Um, I suppose, look, I played all right in, in patches of the game, but again, like... I suppose we can't dwell on those kind of things like it's done I can look back on those games when I'm finished <laughs> um, but for now all I'm focusing on is the Munster final But you had had an injury in the lead up did you? Yeah I just got a slight injury in a club game like it kept me out for a couple of weeks but look thankfully I was given a reward and handed the jersey for the game and I didn't want to let that slip either because I know lads in this setup and on our panel are playing and training very very hard and like some of them might have wanted you know to start ahead of me and probably might based on their performance have justified that position but when the management handed me that jersey I wasn't going to let them down. And looking ahead now to the Munster final you'll be going as big underdogs is, is that a help do you think? I suppose these things don't matter like that's for the bookies or whoever make you underdogs like they're just trying to make money or whatever it is they do um, for us we're focusing ourselves internally in the panel and what we can control like Paddy Power these guys they can do what they want but it doesn't actually directly impact us in any way or how we perform on the day and last year's final I suppose it was a similar situation Cork coming as underdogs and the talk was that you know you'd need a good start if you're to have any chance and he got that with, with the two early goals but didn't really kick on like why do you think that was I suppose it's hard to know um, look we looked back in that game closer to the time it's a distant memory at this stage uh, is it going to impact this year's game in any way no it's not like they're two completely different sides now between ourselves and Kerry um, personnel might be the same but things have changed a lot in 12 months and look we'll just take this game for what it is and we can't be dwelling on last year's performance and playing at home again is that an advantage or is there any kind of mental block with it given that Cork haven't won here at the new stadium yet I suppose look it doesn't matter like it's a stadium there's two goals one either end and a big pitch in between like it's 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 not going to change a whole pile like it's not changing our preparation in any way and that's all we can focus on is trying to get the best out of ourselves on the day but the pitch really in my mind doesn't play a factor in it and before a game like this like would you be seeing who you might be coming up against and analysing their own strengths and weaknesses or do you look to give them something to think about uh, there's a certain amount of that in anything like look we know um, certain fellas in their team and they know certain fellas in our team but like you can't dwell too much on that because like I can't control who's going to come in and pick me up on the day if I am lucky enough to be starting so um, look I suppose I can focus on what I can prepare for the game and what things that I might do in the game whereas if someone wants to pick me up look that's that's their job more than me worrying about it and losing sleep and whereabouts are you working now? I'm working in Castletown Bear OK so it's a long um, a long trek up for, for training and matches it's grand I'd be complaining if I wasn't doing it more than when I am doing it and like at this time of year is it just work and football and little time for anything else ah yeah but sure again as I say this is a choice you know um, I want to do it and I'm lucky enough to be doing it for as long as I can so like look you've got to put certain things on the side and in the back burner while you're doing this and I'm lucky to have very good family and friends around me that understand that as well and don't put pressure on me but I suppose look I'm in the game long enough at this stage and they know not to be asking certain things of me certain times of the year but like this is why we play football for summer's day like this and you know playing in a Munster final is a very privileged opportunity and look we make the most of that too Yeah great stuff there from Rory Dean uh, really uh, committed stuff uh, travelling up and down from Castleton Bear for training but as he says himself he's uh, far happier doing it than he would be if he weren't doing it so Cork taking on Kerry next Saturday evening uh, 7pm is the throwing time for that one down 
down in Porky Cueve in the uh, Munster Ladies Football Final Waterford are leading Cork by four points to two Orla Finn with Cork's second point out with a free uh, Neave Cotter with Cork's opening score so Cork in a bit, a bit of a battle there uh, down in Dungarvan at the moment alright we are going to hear from the uh, Cork boss Ron McCarthy looking ahead to the Kerry Clash no preparation has been great um, no complaints whatsoever um, look we've had a good you know even coming to Limerick match and, and post Limerick match we've had a nice mix of I suppose training and um, and matches and uh, you know everything has gone very smoothly really I've I, I no complaint whatsoever so um, um, you know no, it, it couldn't have gone better I suppose in my time in charge look that it, it can go up very quickly and down very quickly um, and I suppose it's something that you know, I, I can't spend too much time focusing on. Um, you kind of look at the indicator. The indicators are looked at. The the team is going, you know, in in a good direction. Uh, certainly since the latter part of the league, obviously the challenge games we played the championship. You know, we've been consistent. Um, I think we played nine games and and, and and won eight. I think so. We've been consistent, uh, which is maybe something we haven't been for a number of years. Um, but until the team goes out and does it um, you know on the big day there's no bigger day than the, the Munster final against Kerry uh, until the team goes out and does it um, look that question mark is going to be there and um, there's only one way to answer that How are things injury wise running? We're, we're actually okay in that look we've no one knew um, so obviously we knew the Sean Powder wasn't going to be available Kevin Crowley Sam Ryan um, John Ork has a very slight Hamstring niggle, nothing that'll keep him out of the game. So actually, yeah. we're 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 okay as we speak. Uh, yeah. Connor, then he is he available or is he out? Connor's out at the moment. Yeah, Connor. Um, I suppose look, Connor has um, uh, has a kind of an ongoing issue. <coughs> excuse me, with his back, and it look has flared up. Um, look, I think it's something he had previously as well, and he's got look. He's had to step away from it basically. Okay. It's a kind of thing he's going to have to manage how much he trains, how much he, how much he plays. Um, it's a kind of thing. Look, it flares up. He can't play. Then it kind of settles down a bit. He can. And look, I suppose with the level of training that's required at the moment, he's just not able to do yeah. it at the moment. So look, he steps away from it. Um, will he be back in the short term? I don't think so. Okay. It's a thing. Look, that'll you know might need a bit of intervention. Um, we'll see. But look, he's not available to us yeah. and, and won't be. We'll say in the short to medium term. I suppose if he was looking for an inspiration, as regards coming back from injury and doing well, he'd need to look no further than Brian Hurley. Like he really was back to something approaching his best against Limerick. He, yeah, look, he's heading. I mean, thing about Brian is, look, he's heading in the right direction, but he isn't there yet. Yeah. And like, and again, this is the thing where people have to be patient with him. Like, he still hasn't played seventy minutes of championship football, league football. Never mind championship football. Um, but he's certainly, look, he's certainly getting there. Yeah. And it's been a long road back for him. But um, look, look, what a battler and, and and what an attitude and you know and we've missed him. You know, I, I think I, I said to you, like, what a loss he's been to us over the last three years really you know yeah. um, and it's not just the quality of his forward play it's his leadership it's his you know his aggression his tackling his you know he sets the example for, for everybody else and it's been huge loss for us and look it's tremendous to have him back but we have to steady on and manage him properly because you know he's not there yet but he'll get there and the, the performance against Limerick what, was that something you were expecting or was that a bonus on, on top of winning I think the bonus looks obviously you want to win the game and get to the final the bonus was I think um, the bonus was putting the game to bed so early you know yeah. it's very rare you stand there in the championship game and, and know well, let's say come up to half time that, that you're you know that you're home um, 
and I suppose there were a lot of things that we I suppose asked the players to implement came off on the night but sometimes they yeah. don't sometimes they don't um, and look that was pleasing it was also pleasing the way that I suppose the players you know in difficult conditions you know and again we'll say where you know they had won comfortably kept at it yeah. um, you know and, and kept after it that was important both defensively and offensively um, you would have even seen Liam McGuire make a, a block down late in the game you know that um, uh, I suppose what our motto is here every, every ball counts and, yeah. and um, whether you're winning by 10 losing by 10 and it was good to see fellas um, you know set that example and are there lessons to be learned in terms of last year when you had a good semi-final went over tip and came into the most final against Kerry hoping to you know give them a, a close game and it didn't work out like that we weren't hoping or we were expecting okay. to, to, to give them a, a close game Um yeah, like last year's game was very like a funny game kind of helter-skelter for 15 minutes things happened kicking off yeah. everywhere and and then when the game settled down to be fair to Kerry you know they squeezed us we couldn't get our hands on the ball so you know you had a period there where you know it was 15 minutes come to half time um, where I suppose literally they owned the ball as such and look they have quality up front and um, you know like we we've huge quality but if there's only one set forwards getting the ball yeah. um, there's only one outcome so it was a funny game like so having I suppose gone into the game kind of thundered into the game at the start and, and gone well um, we kind of found ourselves eight points down at half time and uh, obviously they conceded a goal very early in the yeah, second yeah. half and you know I suppose um, the energy fell out of us a bit you know but look um, I can't say it's not going to happen again but um, look all the signs are and indicators are that uh, that we're going in the right direction and we're certainly looking forward to, to the challenge okay. did, did, it, did it make that defeat, defeat uh, worse as well than that Kerry kind of bottomed out very quickly after that like, and I'm sure you didn't have any sympathy for them but no, I, no what I would say is I, what what it probably showed was look you know, and they were really excellent tonight and I don't want to take away and you know and a, a top top manager who had their team really well drilled and prepared but I suppose what it what the kind of Galway showed afterwards you know, look, it was, you know, they won by 17 points tonight. Um, you, know, you know, the gap isn't as big as it looked that night, right? But, um, but look, that's easy for me to say here. You know, we have to go and, uh, and, uh, and see, can we influence that on, on Saturday? It's kind of hard to tell where Kerry are at as well, really. I know they had a, they had a decent league, then maybe, you know, the league final maybe gave them a bit of a reality check and then... You know, there's mixed reports about a game of two halves and it's so it's kind of hard to tell where exactly where they're at. Whereas last year, you know, they were talked up as the you know the new heirs to Dublin's throne. You know? Look, they're they're top quality side and um, you know quality players all over the pitch. You know, I think they were winning by 12 points early in the second half. I think against Clare. You know, so to go to a it's a difficult venue to go to as we found uh, ourselves and they're a well-drilled team, Clare, and a lot of experience in it and. To be winning 12 points, you know, early in the second half, I, you know, I, it, to me, look, that's similar to our game. You know, they 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 that game put to bed, you know, very early, and you know, maybe people harped a bit on the fact that Clare narrowed the gap, but never to a point where you know Derek Kerry were in danger. So, look, they're real quality, and um, and that's to be acknowledged. But um, look, I suppose I have felt for a long time that you know we have we have fantastic quality in our team. Um, Great players up front, you know, fantastic midfield, and um, but look, look, let's talk is cheap. Look, we've got to go and do it. They created maybe three or four goal chances that maybe on another night they might have taken. Yeah. So that's a, that's always a huge threat with them as well. It, it is, yeah. But look, we know what they're we know what they're going to bring, and um, 
we know what it's going to bring and look there's going to be periods in the game where you know they're going to periods of dominance and 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 you know I expect that we'll have periods where we'll be on top and hopefully we can make the most of our periods where you know where we have the ball and I suppose show a little more resilience dig in you know and be defensively more solid where where Kerry um, are on top in periods in the game but um, look we'll see if we come off here on Saturday night beaten by a point will I feel any better than I did last or no so, there's, look, there's no moral victories here you either win it or you don't win it and that's it um, and just one final one Ronan um, Mark Collins he, he's probably he's a fellow maybe who doesn't get the credit he deserves because he's so consistently good like what does he bring to the, the team and, and as a manager what's it like kind of having a, such a reliable player in your ranks yeah, and so look, you use the word there. It's reliable, and that's exactly what he is. You know, he's he's Mr. Reliable and real consistent performer. Um, you know, consummate professional in relation to his preparation, the way he looks after himself. Um, has no shortage of quality. Um, can play in any number of positions. As uh, you know, he's played centre field, he's played centre forward, wing forward, full forward, full forward at the moment, sweeper. Has he you suffered know. from his versatility? Is I it? don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think so. And he's a guy actually, even in, in matches that you can move him in the middle of games. And um, I, I, you know, he's a, he's a thinking footballer, you know. And um, and I think any any fellow who's a thinking footballer thinks his way through the game. You know, you can nearly put them anywhere, really. Um, you know, he maybe slightly different player now to, to to Paddy Kelly, but he's that kind of you know he thinks about what he's doing and you know he makes intelligent runs and sometimes maybe you know players don't um, don't see that and don't pick him out you know but uh, look he's been a really consistent farmer in a, in a very difficult period for for car football over the last five or six years you know he's um, he you know has um, as I say always performed consistently but I would also say that. Um, you know, Mark knows himself. He needs to go raise his game even further, and you know, and go out and be be the top player in a monster final, or yeah. be the top player in a, in a in a super eight. You know, he needs to go and bring it on to the next level as well. So, pat in the back, but let's look ahead also. Okay. Yeah, Toronto McCarthy there speaking ahead of uh, next Saturday evening's Munster final court taking on Kerry in Park Equive. Should be a great occasion. Fingers crossed. Cork can upset the odds and I uh, get the victory there. All right, we're nearly out of time. Um, Cork and Waterford, meanwhile, in the ladies' uh, Munster football final there are level. It's 1-3 for Cork, 6 points for Waterford. Uh, the goal uh, coming from uh, Saoirse Noonan for the Rebels. Saoirse Noonan, electric player. Uh, in fact, they've just scored another point each there as well. So it's Waterford, 7 points. Cork, 1-4. Orla Finn uh, with a point from play uh, for the Rebels. Final round of the US Open tonight should be an absolute cracker. The man they're all trying to catch is uh, Gary Woodland, who tees off at half past 10. He's 11 under par, 1 ahead of Justin Rose. Woodland says he's in a good position. You know, you're here at a major championship. You're leading after three days, but... Uh it's nice to be here at Pebble Beach as well. Obviously a beautiful spot. I'm excited about where my game is. I'm very comfortable on this golf course. I'm comfortable with all aspects of the game right now. Yeah, so he tees off at half past 12 alongside Justin Rose uh, tonight. Uh, he's at 10 under par. He scored a third round 68. His only major success was at the same tournament back in 2013. He says he's not even playing his best golf this weekend. I haven't had my A game yet really all week, so... May not have it tomorrow, um, and it'd be that kind of day where you've got to just mentally be as strong as you can and keep it as tight as you can. Rory McIlroy, meanwhile, is on six under par, possibly a little uh, too far back. He'll have to make uh, up uh, five shots at least if he's to, to win today at Pebble Beach. He's uh, teeing off just after 10 o'clock Irish time. He'll be playing along with uh, the South African Louis Westhaven. Westhaven, uh, he says he needs some luck.
basically need to go out there and not miss a shot. I don't think you can chase too much. I mean, my strategy will be the same, the same clubs off tees. You know, if the opportunity presents itself and I need to be a little more aggressive on the back nine, I'm, I'm going to do that. Yeah, no pressure there on uh, Roy McIlroy as he tees off uh, tonight just after 10 o'clock. And uh, Graham McDowell is uh, teeing off at one forty six. Uh, or is teeing off uh, shortly um, at one forty six local time so still a bit uh, to go for uh, him this evening so uh, plenty to play for uh, this evening in fact it's 7.30 Gary Woodland is teeing off this evening with Justin Rose uh, not too far back uh, after that as well alright uh, we are out of time actually it's 10 o'clock what am I saying it's the west coast of the USA they're playing on I know the difference between the east coast and the west coast so it'll be after 10 o'clock tonight is when they tee off getting a little bit confused here it's been a long emotional day after Cork's uh, defeat uh, to Clare in the Munster uh, Hurling Championship this evening or this afternoon I should say uh, but Cork going into the All-Ireland Series if you missed our reaction we heard from John Myler earlier on you can get it back on the Big Red Bench podcast it'll be available on redextra.ie very very shortly indeed we're out of time Alan Donovan's up next with Green on Red enjoy the rest of your night folks we're back next Saturday from 6 miss the show grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie Cork's Red FM